Hey everybody, this is Travis from Author Eke, and today I have Diane, and she's going to tell you a little bit, maybe a lot, about herself and her book, or books, and just kind of get to know her and her writing style and what she likes to do and talk about her book. Diane, take it away. Hi everyone, I'm Diane C. Braley, that's where you can find me everywhere, that's what I go by. So I just, first of all, thank you for having me, Travis. I appreciate oh, it. Anytime. And thank you. what you're doing is really cool. Cause I think, you know, so many of us, my book, The Silence and the Sound, it's a women's fiction coming of age novel it is my first novel. And I wish that I had more podcasts. There's a good amount. There's not enough. I wish that I had more podcast to listen to about first-time authors and the mistakes you make and all kinds of things of what to do, what not to do. I think a lot of us end up teaching ourselves along the way with all kinds of errors and failures and successes. And there's a lot of work, I think, and I'm sure you can attest to this, that you put in that, wow, I really probably, even though it takes an incredible amount of work to write a book, just getting it out there and then the marketing and all of this and getting it published is just it's so difficult, but then I think when you don't know things, it makes it 50 times more oh, difficult. Yeah. I would agree. I tell people that the easy part was writing the book. To me, Imagine. The, the marketing and just getting it out there is because there's just so much out there right now. Getting it out there seems tough to me. So how do you, what do you find is the best approach to marketing? What have you found the most successful? I'm an animal. I'm a very disciplined person. I, and to a fault, I'm exhausted really, but I, <laughs> I, I market, I just, it's almost like I throw something at the wall just to see if it sticks. And I do a ton of marketing. I do face Facebook ads, which I'm not, the thing about marketing though, is you have to really be good with like kind of graphs and numbers too, because you can't really tell exactly what's working if you, yeah. It's hard to keep track of. So if I have Amazon ads running and Facebook ads running, actually Amazon, you can see from what you spent to the sale. Mm -hmm. So how many clicks, but Facebook ads, it'll just tell you how many clicks to the link, but that doesn't mean they bought it. Yeah. That, to get to that point. So I, I started my own company a few years ago and that's why I ran some Facebook ads and LinkedIn ads and some other things, Twitter and everything. What I found out that some people just like to click on stuff. The people yeah. that just like that, they don't understand that that's actually costing you money every time they just click on it because they're click happy. And I really thought when I mean I've had so many link clicks like it's just unreal. And the problem is, and I think a lot of authors have said this is, I think you'll get a lot of people that'll put it in their shopping cart, but how do you get them to pull the plug to buy the book? Sat. Wonderfully and sadly, I have found the best approach is to connect with people directly. So just putting a post somewhere, no one cares. Messaging people directly, book clubs, things like that, which is so tedious. And especially I work, I'm a nurse. I also work as a nurse. And to connect with everyone I would love to connect with individually, it, it takes so much time. Um, I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter. I'm on all of it. And so Diane has to run out real quick. She'll be right back. She just has to tend to a patient. So she runs <laughs> out real quick. <laughs> Actually, I gave up. I burned out from patient care quite a while ago. But I do more <laughs> of an administrative <laughs> stuff now. But um, I'm 
I'm still working. I'm still a nurse, and I still I, I love people in this kind of genre now. And I wish I could connect with them more. I just who has the time to individually connect with every single person that you love to? It's tough. It's so, really tough. So you do Facebook interviews. So tell us about your book. I am curious because I had some other female authors on, and each one was different from a perspective of writing or their book. So I'd love to hear about your book. I, know I hope too. so. We're, all, we're not all the same. Oh, I know. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> when you're stereotyped. So my book is, it, it's coming of age story, upmarket women's fiction, actually. And it's about a young nurse. It's inspired by actual events. It's about a young nurse who leaves her life and her family's dysfunction on the mainland behind mm-hmm. and heads to Martha's Vineyard Island but sometimes the past isn't so easy to escape. It's a small so, world. what? It's a small world. <laughs> oh, really? Why? World. Oh, Why? I run into my neighbors at the airport in Chicago. I run into people all the time. And so it's oh. just look around. Oh, I know that person. So it's crazy. So I, um, I had the honor. The book is. It's funny because the book I when I wrote it, I had the story in my head for a very long time. And when I started writing, I didn't realize what the book was going to become. And the book actually became, and actually a reader told me this after a beta reader, one of the initial readers of the book, surmised the book for me. And it's funny because I was looking for an elevator pitch and I couldn't quite grasp the heart. An elevator pitch is one of the hardest things because you have to just tell about your book in one sentence, as I'm sure you Yes. And a beta reader has said to me, your book is really about the premise of your book is really about the devastating effects of growing up in addiction. And I was like, boom, that's it. It really is. Even though that wasn't my intention when I set out to write it, I grew up in an alcoholic home and I don't like, I I always say, I don't, I say this now, I don't wear this as a badge of honor, but I ended up writing about Georgette, my protagonist. She has a relationship with her father who is an alcoholic. And when I started writing, I really just meant to touch on that, but I could really just tap in my feelings of growing up with my father who suffered from alcoholism. And I just kind of, all of my young, being a young adult and a child, just my anger and my toughness and all this stuff just came out through the page and I just went with it. So it ended up being a book about really the premise of growing up in addiction and the choices, the cause and effect and the choices you make in life because of that. But it also is a beautiful setting. It has some celebrity friendship. And I also features a relationship between a young nurse and a patient who is a famous Pulitzer Prize winning author, which I had the honor of living on Martha's Vineyard and caring for Pulitzer Prize winner William Styron, who arguably is best known for his book, Sophie's Choice, among many others, who actually became my motivator in writing. It was always my dream. I wrote as a kid, but growing up blue collar and how I did in a tough town outside of Boston, followed in my blue collar roots and my mom and became a nurse, just like her. And I'm very proud to be a nurse and nursing actually led me back to my real, like my real passion, oh, cool. interestingly yeah. enough. So it's really inspired by a lot of actual events. It is fiction, but it's inspired and it just, it's very emotional and it's been a journey. <laughs> was it, was it therapeutic? 
Yes, I, I, I just was talking about this. It's funny because I, I'm a big advocate for therapy, but in therapy, you're talking to someone about your problems and in writing. And I'm not sure if you can relate to this in writing. I, you can actually be reliving things on the page of, even if you, even if it's fiction, it's, I write from feelings of um, places I've been and people that I know. And even if I compile, like if, if I combine them in one character, or that's how I write. So I, it's almost like I was reliving so much a, this, a love affair, my relationship, with my father, my right. time with William Styron. So it definitely was cathartic. And I, I it took, I was pretty exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try to, when I write, I can visualize it. So I write what I'm visualizing to the point where I uh, talked to somebody the other day, she read the book, she goes, I just love how you put it because I can actually read it and close my eyes and I'm doing it or I'm there. Or Me too. And, I, and I like to do that. I like to put a lot of detail in there where I think detail is needed to be able to, for the reader to say, oh, I could, I could see myself doing that or I've been I there. do that in my, and I write my novels in the first person and my second novel that I'm working right on right now is in the first person, which is really difficult to do, but I, I don't, and I'd like to try another way, maybe my next book, but mm-hmm. I have to almost feel that what the characters are feeling, what that protagonist is feeling. So I tap into feelings I've had or feelings that I've seen others have. And I have felt from that. That's how I have to do it. And I'd love, I'd like to experiment another way, but I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> don't be scared so i can read sideways and i see where that says new york city oh nyc that's the empire state building so tell yeah. us about that that's pretty slick yeah so i uh, i the book came out and it got some great reviews and blah 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 and I, I submitted my book to a couple of different awards and initially it won a firebird book award in women's fiction which was really cool and then it became a uh, honorable mention in the Hollywood Book Festival, so that was really exciting. That's and nice. Yeah, and then I just I entered the New York City Big Book Award, which I had I didn't think at all I had a shot at this because mm-hmm. the the New York City Big Book Award takes books from indie every book out there, indie authors, university presses, traditional the big five publishing houses, sure. and I won I. I got the notification that I won for women's fiction and I just was, that's I, amazing. You know, I was blown away. I was blown away. <laughs> that's amazing. Good for you. So I find that you go out and find these different awards uh, or competition or whatever. You go out and find them and put your book, submit your book to them. That's pretty good. Yeah. And people think I have to be on people who don't know anything in, about and why would they lay people not in the, literary world or any yeah. of this they everyone will say oh my god how did they find out about you how did they and it's no i you sent to, them something you, yes <laughs> my I, my own family would say god how did you get this library talk or this book event or how did you get this restaurant event yeah. i'm like i hustle like nobody's no one's coming to me yeah. i have not only do i have to email once i have to literally stalk them hunt them down and <laughs> circle oh back i do too I, so uh, actually i'm going to a uh, signing of a book event in on next saturday the 22nd in manassas virginia and i live in dallas oh oh wow my son lives there and 
we were there April and I started to finish up my first book and we went to this beer garden and you ever been somewhere where you're like, I love this place. I, mean, oh, yeah. I, I love, I, I felt you know, first drink of beer, whatever, you know, can't go wrong yeah, with that. Yeah. But just the atmosphere, I just, I love this. So I said, I'm going to put this in my book. So That's I actually awesome. put it in my book where the team goes after a mission to relax. Oh, wow. And so I got a hold of the folks. I said, hey, I put y'all in my book. I'd like to do a book signing. They're like, love that. Let's do it. Yeah. So we got, we're doing it next uh, next Saturday. In, uh, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah every, everything you, in my book is a real place. Yeah, mine is too. Yeah. Some of clothes, but I actually, I have found personally, and I've told a couple of authors this, and I don't like giving away too many of my secrets, but. I'll I, mute this. Just go ahead and move your mouth and I'll, I'll mute it. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> but I have found that people, the library events, which are so important, and mm. but it's such touch and go, it's so touch and go. I've had nobody show up. I've had a good amount of people show up. It's really, right. it's really, you just don't know. But I had a couple of events at different restaurants. They just stuck me in a corner. Um, one gave me a beautiful ta- table and I set my books up and the customers, I had people come and the press came to one and they'd come and it's almost, it, the customers are so excited because it's something for them to talk about and do. And it's just been so successful. So like rest to me, restaurants are just a great. And it's so unusual. You go for it's a un- you yes. read something. So menu. anywhere you, anywhere your book takes yeah. place, like my book takes place in Martha's Vineyard it's in, it also takes place on the North shore of Massachusetts. Mm hit them because wherever your book t- I and you know what hit wherever you, I just came back from Ireland I brought books with me and I'm hustling it I dropped some off at the Irish Writers Center I went into a bookstore I said hey do you want can I would you want to sell these books and I did a little signing there I everywhere anywhere you go bring your book oh I just bought a trench coat and I'm going to put hardcover softcover and open yeah. it up that's a hundred percent what it is. It's, <laughs> and then the reviews, I, I feel like I'm the mafia. Yeah. I'm like, did you review my book? You need to review, please review. Did you, I, I know, swear, I'm, like, I'm shaking people down. I'm like, you need yeah. to review it. Then I keep track of, I'm like, really? That's supposed to be my friend. Then she says, I, I know she didn't review it. I'm like, right. my family. I'm like, did she review it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, we're at, uh, Facebook, hey, if you guys, so I know pretty much some folks that bought, hey, make sure that give a review because those are important or whether oh my they're God. on amazon or goodreads or they're whatever they're so important because some people determine what they buy based on a rating where i typically don't i just if it looks good i'll read it because some people like stuff some people don't someone um, made a good point to me two things amazon if you get a certain amount of reviews amazon will start promoting your book right so you it's so important. The way to thank an author for their book is to please, please leave a review. And then the second thing was funny because someone, I read something and I found, I find this to be true of myself. If someone has completely five-star ratings or the reviews are just all so good, I almost don't trust it. I'd rather, yeah. if a book is a totally five-star, you almost want to be like a foreign change. Like there has to be some negative reviews because it's, I don't trust it. I'm like, oh, it, it, they're paying people. I tell you, go out and... To verify that, go out and look at some of Dan Brown's books. Two percent ones in some of them. He's a great author. Look at some of these other authors. There are everybody gets a bad review. Nothing personal. Oh, everyone. Uh, the yeah. best, the, the classics that have stood the test of time have bad reviews. Yeah. So if yeah. a book doesn't have many, a handful of bad reviews, good God, this. Yeah. 
So you are not self-published. You found a publisher. Yeah. Is that correct? And yeah. Just why and why did you decide that route? I went, I exhausted, I think like a lot of us, I knew that it's very hard to get an agent and get the whole in the top publishing houses. But I think we all write our book and we, even though you send it off and I send it off to the first like 10, 10 agents and you really think once they see my book, they're going to, there's going to be like nothing they've ever seen before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't happen often. So I wrote my book. I sent agent the first 10 knows I was just gutted. And then it just gets easier. Just keep, keep it up. It's just, mm-hmm. and actually some of the feedback that I got, if I got any was very helpful. And I made, I, I changed some things. Right. I got so many great responses from agents too that where they said they loved the book and very sincere but said it's in the, the market so high concept right now that we didn't they didn't know if they could sell it so I appreciated right. the honesty but I knew that I had my book is in alternating timelines and it wasn't at first I wrote it linear and mm-hmm. I after I I knew that it would be better in the alternating timeline I knew it and but I didn't know it till I finished it, which of course, right. the hardest way possible. So I, yeah. I after a hundred or so rejections, I re- ripped the book apart and did the alternating timeline. Kept sending it out and great response, but it just w- wasn't happening. But so in the interim, I sent it, oops, sorry, I sent it to a bunch of publishers too, like medium presses, small presses, all that. Yeah. And I had an acquisitions editor that, message me back and just so got the book like was just it was I just really felt a connection with how he felt about the book and I went through the whole process of being then it went to the next editor on the next and they they took it so I was just I just felt like it found its home so that's that and who do you publish through if you don't mind saying Kohler okay yeah so I I did my, my book is linear but in multiple locations at the same time. Oh, interesting. I got, I got, oh, do I need to remember the name of that person? <laughs> but so yeah, there's so different I, characters in different places at the same yeah, time. So be, uh, at the same time, some people are in Russia. The, there's things going on in DC. Interesting. And there yeah. things going on somewhere at the same time. So I switched back and forth. Yeah, location, but I, yeah, that's I, I difficult too. That I really, you know, I, I writing just a linear book about like a weekend just seems like a dream to me now. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the alternating timeline of every chapter of my book starts off with the Georgette, the protagonist journal entry, mm-hmm. like the date. Right. And a little, she's a right. She likes to journal, so there's a little quote that she writes, and it kind of lets you in on what's going to happen in the chapter a little bit, what her thoughts are. So that kind of helps the reader keep track. But readers are fairly, I think for the most part, readers are fairly, they're really fairly intelligent. And I think sometimes we don't give them enough credit. I've seen books right now where they've gotten rid of dialogue quotes. And I've, and oh, I wow. just reviewed, yeah. And I just, my reviewed, book would never work without those. You would know who you're talking I, I don't think some would. <laughs> yeah. I don't think mine would either. There's a lot of inner thought in my book too. But yeah. this book, it was, actually found it easier to read 
Mm. It wasn't as distracting, like it wasn't so broken yeah. up. And it's yeah. so, I think it just depends on the book. But some readers, though, too, you, I don't know, the alternating timeline, how you have it, too. Some Sometimes I think it has to be, you, you really want to make it clear. But mm. sometimes I think I don't want to be, you don't want to be too much of showing and telling and not showing. We're right here. They can figure it out. So what else is uh, else you're stewing on or started on or? Yeah. So I got it with whoever thought like you'd have to market so much because I haven't even touched anything in my next book for a month. And it's bothering me so much because I've been just marketing, but I have to writers write. You have to write. So Nano Rhino is coming up in November. So I have to get on it, but I'm about halfway. Nano Rider, Rhino. Nano, Nano Rhino. It's like the month of November. It's like it's a contest, and they have uh, it all yeah. over the place. Where you have to write a novel in about a month, about fifty thousand words in a month, and then there's contests that. and all that stuff. It's pretty cool, and it's a goal. Right. It's a, it's a lot. But my next book, I'm about a little, almost halfway through, and just so excited. I it wasn't. I wasn't. I was writing something else and something happened on the outskirts of my life that there was a trial, there was a conviction and I found it fascinating and tragic and it was horrible, but the trial was fascinating. It was fascinating. The characters were fascinating and the subject was fascinating. So I just, sorry, I keep saying fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I started inspired by this and I'm trying to do this justice. Like my book, the silence and the sound now is, I've had personal experience with this growing up with addiction and all and all of what's going on there. This mm-hmm. book I have not what's it's about. And I'm gonna be mm-hmm. I'm being cryptic, I know. I apologize, but I'm excited. I'm doing a ton of research. I want to do this justice and it's I gotta get on it. <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of research for my books because I want it to be mine is like realistic fiction. Mm. So yeah. I want it to be believable. Yeah, me too. Actually, it makes sense, right? So I do a lot of that research. and But I enjoy it. I, sometimes I just get on a roll and I just start writing and it just kind of flows. Yeah, I really, I wouldn't say, writing is such an art and a craft and I don't think you can ever really master it. I think it's always, a lear- you're always learning. And I, I always say, I'm not the best writer, but I'm a good, I'm a great, a good or great a, I've been told I didn't say it someone else said it but I'm a great storyteller (laughs) I can tap in I like writing about the human experience I like writing about humans and the multi-layers of them and I feel like I can really grasp that well Mm -hmm. with a good editor and good beta readers I can hopefully hopefully nail this book yeah yeah I'm excited so I already finished my second one it's called Cobalt and uh, the editors or the uh, my publishers looking at it we'll hopefully start that process here in the next couple of weeks or whatever out by march or whenever because i have a library thing i'm doing in april what whatever genre is it what kind of fiction it's realistic fiction it's a espionage military thriller okay sort of sort of book it's but i put humor in it too Right, because there's humor in everyday life. Everybody doesn't have to be like all oh, bummer all. The I time. do too. I have. I put humor my, in it. Mine is so my book and the way I write, being around one of the greatest writers of all time, Mr. Styron. I remember talking about writing one time, and he, 
I was, I had the gall to tell him I, I was writing or I had written a book, a little, I started a book about a Virginia Let me, read, farm. It. Let me read that book. He said, I said, I, he said, why are you writing about Virginia? Do you know anything about Virginia? And I said, no. And he said, why are you writing? Do you know anything about horses? I said, no. And he said, well, why are you writing about this? Write about the field adage, write about what you know. And I write how I speak a little, or I'm yeah. New England, I'm Boston, I'm snarky, I'm sarcastic. I'm like all these things. There's a real New England voice to my writing. Oh, yeah. I've, oh, I grew up in New York and California, Spain, Arkansas. I've been all the way. Oh, wow. I don't even have an accent. But I did do some work in Natick. Uh, Massachusetts, yeah. Boston Scientific, a long time ago. Oh, nice. Yeah, I used to go there every week for about four months. That's um, so interesting. Yeah, so. My publisher, my pub, you, what you write, my publisher writes. So they publish a lot of military books, mm -hmm. espionage, military, a lot of military people. There's all kinds of books. That, it's, I'm curious, who's your publisher? Defiance Press and Publishing. Oh, okay. Out of, they're out of Houston uh, area, north of Houston. Okay. Yeah, so it, it's interesting. I, I never thought I would do it, to be honest with you. No, nor anybody that I know would ever thought I would do it. I was saying to they in a in a, every almost every interview I've had, someone people have said, well, "What advice would you give to other writers?" And my number one advice is, you a hundred percent have to believe in yourself, be disciplined, believe in yourself, because writing is the loneliest journey. Yes, everyone's writing a book or. Everyone wants to write a book. There's so many people that just want to write a book. And so when you say to someone, especially your first novel, and I can only speak to this, so I shouldn't say especially, but when you say to someone, I'm writing a book, even my own mother is like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> well, the same thing, my friends. So I already told them, so I had to. Oh, yeah, yeah. it motivates you. And uh, even, even talking about the marketing. So I, I was on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. And so I created a team in the book and it's going to have a series of in this book, in, the, in, the, in this team. And we're talking, he goes, how, how are you going to market that? I go, what about branding? So I'm like, darn. So what I did, I went out there and secured a website called teams-texarcana.com. Oh. My team is going to have an online presence of their own. So the team in the book. Yes. We'll have their own online presence. Yes. What will you do with it, though? They'll have, like, their profiles, mission profiles. Oh. Yeah. So what's the next mission? They can, there's even an email video, address a video that thing. I put in the book that people can email that, and it it goes to that email address and get replies. Oh, that's, that's kind of cool. That's different. Yeah, so it's kind of, I think, what the heck? You know, I, get a, I buy a website for pennies on the dollar. Uh, yeah. yeah, I, I like that. Cool. That's different. Yeah. Well, you, you have to try so many things. Like, you just have oh, to see. I and I, you know what? I do believe someone said to me, don't, I think you can get lost in feeling like you have to be everywhere. Like, you have to be on every social media site. Yeah. But really do the, some of you like better than others. Or if there's a, I prefer Instagram. It's easier for me to do. I can't even get into TikTok. I'm like, oh, God, oh, I'm my God, old. No, I can't do that. I'm on there and I'm old and I just, I'd rather go on there and make fun of my husband than talk about them. <laughs> Maybe they should have TikTok for seniors. They should, yeah. Yeah. You know what that is? Don't, no one goes on it. <laughs> We're napping. Boomer, We're boomer napping. talk. They're called a boomer talk. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, the social media presence is, and I'll tell you, it's true to get an agent. And I've heard from so many sources, mm. agents themselves that have said, if you don't have a social media presence, then they don't, they're not going to take you if you, because they don't even, it's, it's not 50 yes. years ago where they marketed the hell out of you. You have to market yourself. And if you're not going to, they're, they're not taking you. No, I agree. So I, when I had my own company, I had online presence, but then I decided not to have one anymore. Now I have to get back into it. And so I'm getting anything where I can schedule tweets and different things where I don't have to do it every day. I can schedule it in advance. Where unless something cool that happens, then I can go out and send a tweet or Facebook or things like that. So it's all no, that, I I do, marketing and marketing background anyways. I do that too. And, and I, and then someone said, I had a, this gal that I was, did a library event with, she's an author too. She said, God, you're everywhere. I'd love to hire you for my book. And I'm like, I don't have time for that. But hire, the only way you, you, you see thought, me everywhere. Uh, how, mu how much, what are you going to pay me? Yeah, you'd have to pay me a fortune because the, so actually when you go to hire someone, like even my publicist, they have a separate cost and department that does like social media. And, and there's yes. tons of people that'll manage your social media. They charge you a fortune to just do four posts a week. Yes. I'm a beast on there because it's my book. So if you're not, if I'm going to, I'm going to pay someone all this money to do four posts a week, it's not going to amount to anything. Mm -hmm. I can do that. That's, but some people can't do that, but I'm just like, you're not really going to get much traction. Like you have to engage a little, which is, you got to take breaks from it though, because I get, oh gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I try not to do anything on the weekends, but it, the, the key is market and then market again. You well, you know what too, to though, your, it's your first book. It's my first book. Yeah. I feel like even though I'm exhausted and we're establishing a, a our writing career we're establishing our author presence it, it's a ton of usually people it's a ton of work at first and hopefully then the more you know we'll put out another book and it might be a little easier we already have a good amount of followers we have some people that have read our first book and all those things so i'm just hope you know it's an investment in our and everyone else should think of it like that it's kill yourself grind hustle because it's an investment in your writing career and if that's what you want no i agree yeah yeah i, I never would have thunk it Six, eight months, 10 months ago, I said, you're crazy. Have another beer, you're crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah so it's, it's great. Now, okay, so tell us about your book, a little bit about your book again, because I want everybody to understand it and what it's about, where they can get it, where they can contact you. And yep. one, one, one bit of advice, a bullet point, a one bit of advice you can give either a new author or somebody that's been an author but struggling. As I said, my book's a coming-of-age story inspired by actual events. And I, in, to me, the most beautiful setting there is. And yeah. I've heard so many people feel like Martha's Vineyard is a lot of people's I've heard, dream spot. They're interested by it. They're intrigued by it. And there's a, it's, on a, it's honestly one of the most beautiful places ever. And I can't tell you that it's the magic there. It's just, I fell in love the moment I landed there. And I really worked very hard to cap to try and capture that because mm -hmm. I if I didn't I knew a lot of island folks would be very upset so kick I you um, off the island like Gilligan's Island they kick you off I think so maybe but yeah they could be a tough it could be a tough audience but <laughs> it's really a journey it's a young woman's journey of self-discovery I'm not trying to sound cliche but it's she her cause and effect life of growing up an addiction that she doesn't even tend really realize and 
a spiraling love affair, friendship, this relationship with this author that is subtle, but he ends, he really is her grounding force, which she never really had. So there's, it's really a story about these three men in her life that have affected her life greatly and her relationship with them and coming out the other side and really figuring out herself. And the ending will surprise you as she has to make a heart-rendering choice with the help of her patient's most famous novel. She does this. So I hope that intrigues you. Awesome. So where can everybody find you if they want to connect? So I'm Diane C. Braley everywhere. Two N's, D-I-A-N-E-C, Braley, B-R-A-L-E-Y. Twitter, Instagram. We already discussed this. Goodreads, LinkedIn, Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Everywhere. I'm I'm sorry. You probably have seen me and you're probably sick of me and I apologize. But you know how you know how you don't get sick of me if you buy my book. <laughs> then take it off the list. And yes, until you do a review. Until you do a review. Until you do a review, then I will leave then, you alone. Otherwise, I'm the, the Gestapo. I'm going to show up at your door. Where can everybody find your book at? Oh, it's on Amazon, all the sellers, Barnes and Noble. It's on all the sellers. And if you can't find, it, you can find it there. But you can also just support local. Always. Your local bookstore can order it if they're not carrying it. Edgartown Books, it's all on the vineyard, obviously, and stores okay. in Massachusetts. I just I just saw this morning, I'm in Flagstaff, Arizona Library. So that was really cool. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I'm in Ireland now, too. There's a book, Conley's Books in Ireland. <laughs> now you can go and write it off. I know. And I just <laughs> found out you can write off because I go to the vineyard every summer, and I shouldn't talk about all this stuff, but... I do a lot of book events. This year, I did a ton of book events, and I can write the trip off. I'm like, oh, my God, I can write the trip off. As long as it's legal. And my taxes my taxes this year aren't going to be fun because I have to go through so much. Because honestly, guys, it, it, you, it takes money to make money and invest in yourself because you cost. I will vouch for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and a piece of advice. Uh, yeah. You told yeah, me. Yeah. Could, so I said earlier, believe in yourself, and I can't stress that enough. Please believe in yourself. If this is your dream, you have one life. You have one life to live. Do it. And slow and steady wins the race. You are not going to write a book, a first novel in a week, six weeks. I don't care what people say. I guess you can. But I got up. I have a son, a husband. I don't even think their life became affected because why would it? (laughs) So I got up at five o'clock every day and made sure I wrote even if it was a sentence every single day. And then I lived my life, had to do what I had to do. And before you knew it, a book, some shape, way was formed. And now I really was like, okay, I have, wow, I have something here. And then I have to really crack down. And once you're, once I know for me, once I'm like halfway to the finish line of something, there's no going back. I have to, you know, I've talked about it. And talk about it. And who cares if people don't listen? Talk about it. Say, why? Because it, it's a motivator for you. Talk and say you're writing a book. Do whatever you need to do. But it's your journey. It's your life. Do it. You'll. I'm telling you, just do it. it you Very, need uh, to conquer your I'm goals. an extrovert. I'm an extrovert. So a lot of authors are introverts. I'm an extrovert. So I will talk to anybody. My wife says, I have never met a stranger. So yeah. I grew, that's because I grew up in an Air Force family. We're moving every three years. You got to make new friends all the time. Oh, you had to, yeah. So it's easy. So I can shoot. I can talk I'm to both. Like, I'm that, like, introvert, extrovert. Even though I hate that, I can't stand when people, like, these trendy terms. I don't know. But 
I can put myself out there. Like I'm doing so many events, but then I really just get, I need to rest from talking. And whoever knew you, this is perfect for you because when you write a book, you don't realize I'm doing so much public speaking, which I have anxiety. I suffered from anxiety my whole life and it's don't love public speaking. So now all of a sudden I'm in all these talks and libraries, I'm getting emails to do these other things and talk. And I'm like, and if I collapse, so be it, whatever. But it's my book. <laughs> I know the book. It's not yeah. like I'm giving a lecture. Like I had to study. That, that's why you can do it. I, I used to, I do public speaking. I used to do public speaking and speak at conferences all over the world. And if you are confident in the subject that you're talking about, yes, it's, you'll have not, you will not have a problem. If you don't, that's when it becomes problematic is yes. Because people, and people it gets are, easier. I get, I get nervous and, but then it just gets easier. I just keep throwing yourself out there. Who cares? No one cares. You, <laughs> you just do the best you can. And it's yeah. your book. They don't know. Yeah. They don't know. They're looking to you. So it's hard yeah. for some people and I don't love it, but I'm getting better at it. Yeah, I agree. It's been great conversation. Can I just uh, interrupt? Can I just yes. say one thing? I forgot. Yeah, I apologize. Yes. So no, part yeah. of the proceeds of my book go to the Robert F. Kennedy Community Alliance here in Massachusetts. And they have a division that helps kids affected by addiction, kids and families. And they help almost a thousand families in Massachusetts. They have a camp. They also have a juvenile justice program nationally. They're amazing organization. Mm-hmm. We're also working with the, um, in the name of the book, we've, I've donated an experience. Martha's Vineyard is a camp called the Fuel Program. And the kids go out on, there's a restaurant called the Black Dog. There's two tall ships. And they go mm-hmm. out for a week on one of these ships the Shenandoah and they learn to sail and are taught all this. It's a, it's an experience of a oh, lifetime. Cool. So cool. And we're donating an experience to one of the RFK kids in the name of the book. So just, you're supporting a great cause too. And it's just, there's often, there's so much funding and there's so much help for people suffering from addiction. And there's nearly, not nearly enough, but there's rarely, there's hardly any help for the kids and these kids have a higher tendency they're have a higher tendency to be addicts themselves or live a life of dysfunction and anxiety despair all these things and helping the kids to me is a huge deal i'd love your support no so you help out diane and she's a philanthropist so also a philanthropist so that's awesome no that's been great and uh again folks go out there and support her charity that she very strongly believes in and if you know any any other authors who want to be on the podcast please reach back out here to me travis at random thoughts llc but it's been fabulous and I, I wish you all the most success next time i want to see some more of those uh, awards in back here i want to see like a, oh fingers crossed <laughs> thank you travis thank you we'll see you bye bye